hello everyone and welcome to the dear future hubby podcast i am your host Teresa reese and for those of you who don't know i like to read a poem from my book of poetry entitled a strong will mind healing scars over time through my poetry and the poem that i am going to read on today is called better choices here we go better choices i should make before my life the devil takes this righteous path i strive to see is blurred by sin and curiosity i desire to please god at times i'm corrected by his rod When I choose to go astray and rebellion seems to come my way. Sometimes I think that sin is better. That's when I ignore God's love letter. Even the one that he wrote on my heart. This disobedience tears me apart. I'm now broken and ashamed as I start to call his name. Sin is not my true friend. It is my enemy in the end. My relationship with God is challenged so often, but I'm grateful that he's faithful. The choices that I make will inevitably decide my fate. So I must live in such a way that will truly give him glory. Better choices I should make. Repent and remember what's at stake. He is my ultimate choice. So now I choose to follow his voice so i hope that y'all have had the most amazing evening morning afternoon whenever it is that you hear this episode and i do not plan on being before you very long today i wanted to ask the question do you know what your proclivities are however before i get started let's find out what the definition of the word proclivity is shall we The word proclivity, according to the Oxford Languages Dictionary, means a tendency to choose or do something regularly, an inclination or predisposition toward a particular thing. And as I dug a little deeper into this word, it became quite evident to me that when you have a proclivity, it could be an automatic thing, either It is when you like something, you just like what you like, or when you prefer something and you don't even have to think about it. The origin of the word proclivity supports this very thing. Now, what are some of the synonyms for proclivity? Glad you asked. Some of them are bias, disposition, thing for, cup of tea weakness, type, inclining, prone, leaning to name a few. And to elaborate just a little further, what is the definition of disposition? Well, also according to the Oxford Languages Dictionary, it means a person's inherent qualities of mind and character. And according to dictionary.com, A proclivity is a natural tendency to like something. 
In my opinion, proclivities can be also learned behaviors. A lot like when some of us were growing up. Remember how our parents would tell us to eat everything they put on our plates? A proclivity which could have easily been developed from this type of upbringing could have been overeating. For a lot of us, we have carried this well into our adult lives. However, once some of us learned about portion control, we had to reframe how we viewed food and our relationships with food so that we could begin to remove ourselves from the proclivity of overindulging or overeating and began to practice portion control. I get it. Stress can be a trigger for a lot of us, especially since COVID. And a lot of us have experienced losing loved ones during this pandemic as well. However, I am certain, almost certain, (laughs) that our loved ones would want us to take care of ourselves, to take care of our health so that we do not pass away prematurely. I'm just saying there are so many proclivities, both good and evil. You can have a proclivity of reliability, integrity, perfection, and efficiency, just to name a few. However, from the perspective of a proclivity being used toward evil, it could also suggest a strong natural proneness towards something or someone objectionable or evil. Objectionable means arousing distaste or opposition, unpleasant or offensive, according to the Oxford Languages Dictionary. Just a few synonyms for the word objectionable are offensive, displeasing, unpleasant, disagreeable, distasteful, unacceptable, repulsive, disgusting, intolerable, hateful, foul, vile appalling, obscene, just to name a few. Proneness, on the other hand, according to the Oxford Languages Dictionary, means liability to suffer from or experience something regrettable or unwelcome. Successibility, which means a person's feelings typically considered as being easily hurt. Arousing means to awaken a feeling, an emotion, or a response. So let me put the definition of proclivity in a different light. It can also suggest a strong, natural, regrettable experience towards someone who is easily hurt, therefore causing their emotions, feelings, or responses to be awakened because of a hateful, repulsive, intolerable action of someone else. In a lot of instances, we may not even be aware of what our proclivities are. However, There are a lot of instances where we are very much aware of what our proclivities are. In my honest opinion, once we become aware of what our proclivities are, whether positive or negative, we are now responsible for our actions. I have a proclivity of overworking. Therefore, once this was brought to my attention, how this impacted my work-life balance, I was held more responsible and I became more aware of this. Therefore, I had to put certain things in place, such as schedules and alarms to help me become more accountable in this area. In order for me to 
attain balance in other areas of my life. I also did, um, I tried not to record my podcast daily like I once did. This allows me to spend more quality time with my loved ones, but it also helps me to build better content for my audience because I am able to research a little longer and process what I am researching a little longer as well. However, for some people, having a proclivity of being a workaholic may be considered a good thing. Currently, this just isn't conducive to the life I am trying to build, and therefore adjustments were required on my part. But other proclivities may be an addiction to pornography. Another proclivity may be an addiction to pornography. I watched an interview one day where a pastor spoke about how he was addicted to pornography and he saw how it was slowly but surely destroying his marriage because his sole intent was not to hurt his wife. He opted to denounce, which means to publicly declare to be wrong or evil, according to the Oxford Languages Dictionary. So he opted to denounce pornography and turn that energy and those hours that he was spending watching porn and rather poured them back into his marriage and into his wife. According to his new testimony, they put porn to shame as a happily married couple now. There may, oh, and don't get it twisted. Just because this was the testimony of a pastor, women can be addicted to pornography too. I just wanted to, to make that plain. It's not just a man thing. It's, it could be a woman thing too. Um, there may be times when you find yourself attempting to cover up your proclivities. You may be ashamed of them. However, I truly believe that we all must be aware of our proclivities. We must also understand which side they fall under, whether good, evil, or borderline. Why? Because the best way to grow is to hold our own selves accountable, in my opinion. Lust may also be a proclivity for you. One question to ask yourself if you are struggling with any proclivity is where does this stem from? Or why is this such a problem for me? Or what am I gaining from this? Last but not least, does this have the potential to destroy my relationships? And one of the answers that you may end up answering being able to answer is that it provides instant gratification. However, if you desire something mean meaningful, and if you desire for it to last longer than a few minutes, a few hours, or even a few days, you must be willing to face your demons, hence your proclivities, so that you can cut some of these proclivities off at the head like they did Jezebel in the Bible days. Be willing to ask yourself the tough questions or ask someone whom you trust what they believe your proclivities are. You might be surprised what you hear. However, once you hear it, be willing to do the self-work to address it. Long, it doesn't matter how long it takes. It, it may take, it may be a short healing process or it may be a long healing process. But however long it takes, be willing to take that leap. Speak to a therapist if you must, but get help so that you can find peace, your peace within. Well, this is going to conclude my episode on today. 
Now, I am about to go on vacation the first week of August, so y'all will not be hearing from me for a few days. You're more than welcome to replay a lot of my old podcast episodes in the meantime. But I do pray that your August will be one of the best months you have ever had. And I also pray that you do something special for you. Before I end this episode, I want to read a letter to my future hubby. It is dated July 31st, 2022. Here we go. Dear future hubby, I pray you are doing well. I was thinking lately about my proclivities and wondering exactly what they all are, whether good, bad, ugly, or indifferent. Then you crossed my mind as I was making my own list. Then this thought popped up. I wonder what all of my future hubby's proclivities are. Then I asked myself, do you think that you will have the capacity to love him the way he is, proclivities and all? You see, if we are honest, many times we try to change people into the person we desire for them to become, rather than asking our Abba Father to teach us how to love them just the way they are, imperfections and all. Well, would it not be hypocritical for me to ask you to love me as I am and not be willing to do the exact thing for same thing for you? I think the answer to this question is an absolute yes. Therefore, I need you to know and to understand that although I may not condone what your proclivities are, I am asking God in advance to give me the tools necessary and the love language required to love you just the way you are in every season of your life. I understand this will not always be easy and there may be times when I want to check out of the marriage or of my promises that I made to you and to God. However, I need you to know that this is why I pray for guidance. I cannot love you in my own strength. I will need his supernatural strength on a lot of those days. This is where the capacity to love you as you are will come from. Not from me, but through him. And I am okay with that. I hope you are too. I love you. Love, Teresa. Now, this will conclude this episode on today. However, please, please, please do me a huge favor and take care of yourself because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye. And thank you so much for listening.